Hello and welcome to Fanders Fiction. I am just aware of the fact that this podcast is actually called Fanda Fiction, but I don't know how to change the podcast profile thingy, the picture bit. So uh, I'm gonna just keep messing up the name for now. Anyways, welcome back to the sixth episode of this podcast where i read killed with kindness by alley cat ready to write over on wattpad so let's get started with today's episode this one is called logan gets ready to commit murder and the author note says if anyone is if anyone is wondering why i can update this so fast is because most of the chapters are pre-written btw i used to see its new name so spoiler warning for that if you can't tell, this was written a long time ago, like almost a year ago. Wow. But anyways, <clears throat> it was late afternoon the day after Deceit had left that horrible apartment. He kept on scratching his arms out of nervousness and wandering backwards and forth through the w- living room. Logan kept telling him that walking would be bad for a sprained ankle, but the snake assured him that the other time he got in his ankle sprained, he'd been able to continue on fully well. The nerd winced at the fact that his ankle had even been sprained before. Seeing the purple and black bruises around his friend's neck and wrists made him feel something between disgust and absolute rage towards Patton. Still, Logan did anything to try and make his friend feel better. He suggested hugs, even though he wasn't much for physical affection, or watching one of those bootleg musicals, even though he wasn't much for theatre. He even offered some of his precious crofters. Deceit declined it all. What if he gets so sad he hurts himself? Janice questioned for probably the tenth time that day. His emotions can get pretty extreme, and I still love him. Maybe I should just go back to him. You are in no shape to go anywhere, no less back to your abuser, Logan replied. He had his head leaned against his hand as he looked at the other man from his position on the couch. He's He's not... He's not an abuser, he grumbled out while crossing his arms. A part of him knew it was a lie, but he didn't want to say it out loud. Before he could continue, someone knocked at the door. Deceit's eyes got wide and his breathing got faster. It's him. He hit his hands against his head. Great! I love this so much. Perfect start in the morning. I couldn't ask for anything better to happen in the whole world. This is really top tier. I doubt that it's him. But if it is, you should hide, because if he makes you that scared i do not want him seeing you after what he's done he didn't even deserve to lay his eyes on you logan waited until janice had hidden behind the wall before he opened the door but only slightly so the person on the other side couldn't come in hi you kiddo Patton greeted while clearly trying to come in his eyes searched through the part of the room he could see salutations he did his best not to sound angry he hid his right hand behind his back because he couldn't help but close into a fist I've been driving around people all day and looked, but oh gosh, have you by any chance seen my sweet honey bunny deceit? Why? Is he missing? He pretended to ask while his eyes were cold as ice. He hoped his cold gaze rivaled the coldness of the other man's heart. Patton stared down into the pavement with a sad look. You see, we were cuddling when he suddenly went wild and fought me off before yelling that he was leaving me. I've been so scared that he slipped outside or met up with dangerous people. He forced a few fake tears forward. The way he treated you doesn't sound very healthy. 
Maybe it's better if you leave him alone. Logan bit off while patting his shoulder to make them stop crying. But, but I love him, and I'm ready to accept him making one teensy-weensy mistake. Dizzy had to cover his mouth with his hand not to make a sound. He was so close to running out and hugging him because it sounded like he would actually be forgiven. He remembered how it had been before they moved in together. Everything was so nice. Sure, he'd gotten yelled at, but he was never slapped or hit, woken up in the middle of the night to his body being used. Maybe it could be like that again. Can I come in? Patton asked with a cheery tone after he wiped the fake tears away. Actually, I was just about to have a phone call with my teacher, so I sadly did not have any time to let you in. He swiftly lied in return. Besides, my apartment is not up to its usual standard of cleanliness. Of cleanliness. Oh, come on. I can come in for just a second, can I not? Patton said while pushing the door to open. Nope. I've only got a minute or so. Logan wondered how many times he would be illegally allowed to punch him before it counted as assault. He let out a scoff that would even be counted as assault, since in his eyes, Patton was something less than human. A minute is all I need. Dizzy was struck with the realisation that if Patton saw him here, he would think he was together with Logan. Oh God, he would get so mad. He couldn't breathe. The fear was blinding. Patton, if you don't get out of my sight in the next 30 seconds, I will close the door on your fingers. Logan finally snapped. Okay, okay. He quickly took a step back with annoyed expression. I suppose the search continues. Please tell me if you see him. Have a great day, kiddo. Patton smiled at him before walking away. Logan waved at him before quickly dropping his nice farcade and rolling his eyes. He slammed the door shut, which made him realise he shouldn't have done when Janice yelped. The snake sat down on the ground while hugging his arms. His eyes were fixated on a spot on the ground. He's gone, the nerd said while sitting down beside him. Go check the window. He might not be, he snarled out in return. Logan didn't think Patton would stay around, but went and checked to either way to mostly help with his friend calming down. His car is driving away. Lo never wished for a car crash to happen until now, but God damn he wished that car would fly off a bridge. I won't be able to leave this place for a week. No, a month at least. Great, I've run been from being stuck in one apartment to being trapped in the other. Deceit groaned while banging the back of his head into the wall. What are you talking about? He's gone. Tell that to my paranoia, idiot. Sorry. Listen, he could come back. He could be watching from somewhere we can't see. He's just waiting for me to go outside while alone so he can take me back. There was no reason for him to stalk you outside my apartment for some reason. Oh yeah, you're totally right. What am I even talking about? It's not like I have more experience than you in how pattern works. No, not at all. Deceit couldn't help but let out the salty lie. You're my best friend, and every time we meet up he thought I was cheating and he would get so mad. Of course he'll think I'm here. I'll never be able to leave him. Logan was both stunned from being called his best friend and from the implication that the meeting had led to him being hurt. He carefully placed his hand on Deceit's shoulder. You already have left him, and I'm so proud of you for doing so without any help. It was just my body reacting. It was nothing. You're safe now, and that's everything, Logan said softly. Deceit looked up at him with a small smile. He he wiped a lone tear away. I don't know what to do. I don't have a job and all my things are still at his place and I have no way of getting to them. I can't even talk to most of my friends because what if they tell Patton I've talked to them? He controlled everything in my life. I don't even know where I'm supposed to live. 
Janice rented out. Oh, Logan moved back in surprise. I thought it was a silent agreement that you could live here for as long as you want or need to. I would love to have you here. If you want, I can go over to his place and get your things. Deceit pulled them into a tight hug. I don't deserve to have someone like you in my life, he murmured. You definitely do, he assured while hugging back. You deserve so many people like this. I think you're enough, Janice mumbled out. I don't think anyone can be better than you right now. The next few days were actually quite calm. Logan would do his normal routine, go to work and make dinner like usual. Deceit didn't talk much, nor did he eat much, and he had no intention of leaving the apartment, so him being there didn't change much, except for Logan asking if he wanted to watch something or play a board game, or if he wanted something for dinner for now, or what he wanted for dinner every now and then. It was late at night on a Saturday when Logan found Deceit downing probably the eighth cup of coffee that day. Too much caffeine can kill you the nerd said while making himself a cup of tea because he never drank caffeine late at night. Good, if you don't play at least one Phantom of the Opera song at my funeral, I'm not coming. It is literally impossible, but sure. He couldn't help but notice the purple eye, the purple bags from exhaustion under his friend's eyes. When's the last time that you slept? Uh, I passed out for 15 minutes yesterday before a nightmare stirred me awake. Other than that, I haven't slept since the night I left, so uh, four days, give or take. Your body must be in chaos. Sleep deprivation can be can, neg- can negatively affect your memory and make your blood pressure higher and overall lower your brain functions. Well, darling, I've been managing fine so far. Janice did jazz hands while saying it to prove it. Is there a reason why you refuse to rest? Logan asked while tippling his head. Deceit quickly looked away while crossing his arms. It's nothing, he lied. You can tell me, he insisted, even though Dee tried to leave the conversation by leaving the room. Your body cannot function on this little sleep. If you tell me the problem, I can help you. Stop insisting, he hissed out. I'm simply trying to help. I don't want or need your help with this. Deceit's voice was much louder than usual and he nearly growled it out. Then why are you so persistent on not sleeping? His volume rose as well. Because the last time I slept, I woke up to be molested, he yelled out. He clamped his hand over his mouth when he realised what he'd said. Logan looked at him with a shocked look. I'm so sorry. It was a lie, he blurted out. That never happened. The the lie just slipped out. It, it, It never happened, and it never happened enough times to make me scared of sleeping. It's okay. You have no obligation to talk about it, he reassured while holding his hands out to show he wasn't a threat. He took a step step forward, but it was a step too much. Deceit flinched away before covering his head with his hands. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I I didn't mean to talk about it. I swear I'm sorry. He quickly heaved out. Deep breaths, Jay. In for four. Hold for seven. Out for eight. Logan took a step back as he said it. It's fine, I'm fine, he muttered out while shaking his head as if to shake out his instincts. I totally don't appreciate your help at all, nor do I apologise for constantly overreacting. I'm quite sure overreacting isn't the right term for what you're doing, but sure. He sat down on the couch and patted the place next to him. When Deceit sat down next to him, he made sure to give him space. Janice sighed while hiding his face in his hands. He took off his hat and ran his fingers through his hair to try and ground himself. To try and force away the memories of harsh hands and late nights, and his head buried into the pillow and the silencing shame that followed. I'm sorry. 
Ugh, I'm not supposed to say that, am I? Or in this situation. I'm too tired to care, he mumbled. Though I know you would never hurt me, but I never thought Patton would hurt me either. So I just can't give you an ounce of trust. Understandable, he replied. He decided not to try and push the issue further. Care to watch, or, well, binge, is the correct slang, I suppose. Murder she wrote until you feel better. Deceit laughed weakly before agreeing to it. At first, when the episode started, they both kept their distance, and they were mostly quiet. At the second episode, Logan started to theorise who the murderer could be, in the most logical way possible. He always did this when watching murder shows, but it was nice to have someone to rant to instead of talking to the air. It was even more nice that it made his friends smile. By the third episode, Deceit was adding his own theories about who it could be. He moved a blanket around himself and was leaning against Logan's shoulder as he debated who, as he debated who it could be. Can you promise me something? Jenna shawned out while making him comfortable against the taller man's shoulder. If I fall asleep, move away from me before I wake up. If I wake up and your arms are around me, I'll probably have a stupid panic attack. I promise, Logan said softly before pressing a kiss to the top of his forehead. He didn't talk much for the rest of the episode. He didn't want to keep Deceit awake. Before he knew it, the quiet s- he heard the quiet snores. It was actually adorable how the snake pulled against his chest and mummed out incomprehensible words in his sleep. I'm very sorry, I can't read that word. Once the episode ended, the murderer was the one. The murderer was the one who Logan had theorized it was. He did as promised and gently moved away from deceit. Instead of his shoulder, he placed a pillow under his head. He moved the blanket tightly around him and combed back a piece of his hair which had fallen in front of his face. Logan had a small smile on his lips as he took his sleeping bag and laid it down next to the couch. He whispered a quiet good night before making himself comfortable. It wasn't long until the apartment was completely Thank you very much for tuning in to this episode of Fender's Fiction. I really hope you enjoyed me reading the sixth chapter of Killed with Kindness by Ali Cat, ready to write over on Wattpad. Once again, they have amazing books. You should definitely go check them out if you have Wattpad. If not, you should get it. Wattpad is an amazing place. I have made so many friends on there and I would not be... I would not be who I am today if I didn't have Wattpad. And yes, I know that is very cringy and sappy, but it is honestly the truth. If I had never downloaded Wattpad, I would be extremely sad and I would have no one to go to and a lot of my issues would have never been helped or made easier with the friends that I have made over on Wattpad. Which is why if you're listening to this and you don't have Wattpad, I definitely think you should get it because not only can you make amazing friends, you can also read some amazing stories and share your own amazing stories. Okay, I promise I'm not sponsored by Wattpad. I just really like the I just really like the website slash app. Okay. Okay, but Wattpad should definitely it they should definitely hire me and I can make amazing ads for them. I would be great at making it. I'd be great at making ads for anything I like. If it's something I don't like, I wouldn't be as truthful, but you know. Sorry, I went off on a little rant there at the end. But um and yeah, I hope you enjoyed this 
this episode and I hope you have a lovely day. This is Fenders Fiction signing out. Goodbye!